Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and thank you for joining us again and welcome if it's your first time. Today we're going to be listening to some music recorded by a fairly legendary jazz clarinet player named Frank Chase, C-H-A-C-E. He was a Chicagoan, a white player who uh, was born in 1924, started playing in the 1930s and uh, was early on apparently taken with the playing uh, and sound and approach of Pee Wee Russell. Uh, not a lot of Pee Wee Russell imitators at that point. Uh, I first became aware of his playing on a Wild Bill Davison LP. We're going to hear a couple of tracks off of that, a live date that was done in the 50s. And I thought it was Pee Wee, uh, but it just sounded a little bit different. And then when I checked the notes, it was indeed Frank Chase. He started playing with local Chicago groups. He um, had played with the original Salty Dogs briefly and uh, some other uh, sort of student-run groups at the time. And he was an early associate of Marty Gross, the great guitar player and singer. And uh, I've done a podcast in the past on Marty Gross and his recordings in Chicago. And Frank Chase has featured quite heavily. I suggest you look that up. Uh, the Honoris Causa Jazz Band and the album Hooray for Bix. Uh, Frank Chase has featured extensively on those. And also uh, Gross and and Chase were participants in uh, the rehearsal session that uh, developed into a couple of LPs that uh, represented um, Jabbo Smith, a great trumpet player's return to music in the early 1960s, and Chase has some wonderful playing on there, and that's part of that Marty Gross uh, podcast as well. So today we're going to be sampling a whole series of recordings from oh, about 40 years or so. Uh, Frank Chase lived a fairly long life. He lived to 2007, although he was musically inactive. He had basically stopped playing by 2000 or so thereabouts. Uh, apparently he was a very introverted person and uh, didn't push himself to the forefront. He never really uh, played outside of Chicago too much, except for that date with Wild Bill Davison in New York. I don't know what led to that. And apparently he played occasionally in San Francisco. Francisco as well, but uh, he was not uh, well known outside of the music fraternity, uh, traditional jazz fraternity of people who liked that Chicago style jazz, and that was really what he did. He didn't um, play big bands and he didn't uh, play commercial music or anything like that. He did do some bass sax recordings uh, on the uh, Honoris Causa jazz band sides, but other than that, it was really just clarinet all the way. So what we're going to start with is one of his later recordings. Uh, this was from the, uh, uh, I'm not sure if it was considered the Newport Jazz Festival or the Cool Jazz Festival or what at this point, but it was in 1986, and it was uh, a part of that festival that was devoted to Chicago jazz, the Chicago Jazz Summit. And we're going to hear the old standard tune at the Jazz Band Ball, which features a Kind of an unusual group, but an interesting one. Yank Lawson on trumpet, George Masso on trombone, Frank Chase on clarinet, Eddie Miller on tenor sax, George Ween on piano, Truck Parham on bass, Banjo Ike Robinson on guitar, and Barrett Deems on the drums. Live recording uh, that was done as part of the 1986 festival. Then we're going to go back to a very early recording that uh, Chase did. This was a, a recording done with the St. Louis trumpet player Dewey Jackson, who had been active on the riverboats and recorded in the 1920s. He played uh, Dixieland for most of the rest of his life. And this is uh, an album that came off, the, or a track that came off a Delmark album called Dewey Jackson Live at the Barrel. And uh, that was a, 
uh, as I said, a live date that used some Chicago musicians. We have, in addition to Dewey Jackson on trumpet, we have Frank Chase on clarinet, Sid Dawson on trombone, Don Ewell on piano, and Booker T. Washington on drums. Booker T. Washington was an African-American drummer who was very active on the Chicago scene. Uh, of course, Don Ewell, and I believe Sid Dawson and Frank Chase were all young Chicago and uh, traditional jazz music musicians at the time. Then we're going to go to that Wild Bill Davison date that I mentioned. Uh, this was a, a live date in, actually I said New York, it was in fact in Boston, uh, recorded at Storyville. And uh, it was a George Ween-led group. I believe Ween plays piano on here. Uh, it was done in about November of 1951. I should mention, uh, well, it was a, just slightly before the Dewey Jackson group. And this was with Wild Bill Davison on cornet, Eddie Hubble on trombone, Frank Chase on clarinet. As I said, I believe George Ween on piano, although a local Boston player named Ev Schwartz played on a couple of tunes. Not sure which is which. John Field on bass and Johnny Vine on drums, a Boston rhythm section. Uh, and we're going to hear two tunes from that day. We're going to hear the Memphis Blues and If I Could Be With You One Hour Tonight all really pointing up the uniqueness of Frank Chase's clarinet approach. It's certainly inspired by Pee Wee Russell and, and tonally very similar, but um, no choice was quite different in some places. And you can hear a little bit of, I think, Darnell Howard's influence. Darnell Howard was a very influential clarinet player in Chicago in the 1930s and 40s, and I think Frank Chase picked up some things from him, especially on up-tempo tunes. So this is Frank Chase on clarinet, featured with various groups at the Jazz Band Ball, the St. James Infirmary Blues, Memphis Blues, and If I Could Be With You, One Hour Tonight.
William Davison and Memphis Blues.
and one of the most pleasantly lyrical of all jazz standards if I could be with you one hour tonight. Thank you. 
Chase on clarinet. I think you can hear the similarities to Pee Wee Russell's approach, but he really had something else going as well. There have been several Pee Wee Russell imitators over the years, and to me they always fall kind of flat because imitation is never as good as the real thing, of course. Um, Generally, they're not as good technically uh, as a clarinet player as Pee Wee was. He was a very fine player who just covered up his technique, and I think Frank Chase in some ways did that too, but he took those sounds and and odd note choices in a different direction. 
So we started out with At the Jazz Band Ball from the Newport Jazz Festival in 1986. And that had some good solos all around. Started out with Frank Chase on clarinet. Towards the end of his performing life, I think you'd have to say, uh, we had a couple of members of the Bob Crosby Band. Uh, Yank Lawson on trumpet and Eddie Miller on tenor sax. Uh, I think Eddie Miller was coming to the very end of his life as well at that, so it's good that they had uh, this opportunity to get back together. George Masso was on the younger side on trombone, George Ween on piano, Chuck Parham, who was a... uh uh, Chicago stalwart uh, with Earl Hines and other bands on bass, Banjo Ike Robinson, who'd been recording since the 1920s in Chicago on guitar, and Barrett Deems on drums, another Chicago Midwest native. From there, we went to The Barrel, that club in St. Louis, in a 1952 date uh, by uh, Dewey Jackson. Actually, this was a band that the notes tell us was supposed to have featured Lee Collins on trumpet, the New Orleans trumpet player, but he was ill and tried to make a comeback at that time, and he was out of commission for a while. Uh, so Dewey Jackson was drafted to uh, fill in on the date and on the engagement at The Barrel. He was known more as a 20s-style player, but uh, he did very well on the these Dixieland tunes, very casual recording, as you could tell. You could hear people talking in the background and giving instructions and so forth. But uh, good band nonetheless. It featured um, uh, Dewey Jackson on trumpet, Sid Dawson, who was a player active in Chicago at the time, on trombone, Frank Chase, of course, on clarinet, Don Ewell, a great stride pianist, uh, right at the beginning of his career. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit more from him later. And Booker T. Washington on drums, who was a regular member of a lot of different groups in Chicago, African-American groups and uh, traditional jazz groups as well. Then we finished up with two tunes uh, from that live date at the Storyville Club in Boston. Uh, it was a club run by George Ween, and he probably plays piano on this session as well, from November of 1951, while Bill Davison and his band, with Davison on cornet, he was always a Boston favorite, and he brought from New York Eddie Hubble on trombone, who was one of his regular frontline partners. How they ended up with Frank Chase from Chicago is a mystery, but uh, a happy uh, happenstance, I guess. We get to hear some... Good uh, straight-ahead Dixieland playing by him. George Ween or Ev Schwartz on piano. And then two Boston fellows, John Field on bass and Johnny Vine on drums. And we heard the Memphis Blues and a nice reflective but not slow performance of If I Could Be With You One Hour Tonight. So now we're going to go to a couple of uh, live sessions as well. The first two tunes we're taking from a very early uh, LP that, uh, this is actually not a live session, this was a studio date done for Jubilee uh, by Dave Remington and the Chicago Jazz Band. The album title was called Chicago Jazz Reborn. Not the greatest technical quality, as you can hear, but some very good music on there with some very young Chicago traditional jazz players. We're going to hear two tunes from that album from 1955, October of 1955. We're going to hear Love is Just Around the Corner, which is an interesting pick because that was one of Pee Wee Russell's big features in we're going to hear Frank Chase giving his own take on that. And then uh, a kind of an unusual uh, selection for a traditional jazz band, The Lady is a Tramp. And uh, this will feature a band that included... Uh, Dave Remington, the leader, on piano, along with Frank Chase on clarinet, Sid Dawson again on trombone, Jim Cunningham, who was a, a cornet player from that period, a very, very good traditional jazz cornet player who didn't do too much after that. We're going to hear Marty Gross on guitar, on string bass, Johnny Frigo. He plays violin elsewhere on this album, and Robert Cousins on drums. So we'll hear those two tunes. Then we're going to jump up a number of years to 1987, 
And uh, this is a live recording that was released on the Jazzology label, a two-CD set uh, of a live uh, club appearance at the Good Time Jazz Club in Liberty, Illinois. And uh, this is a band called the Chicago Loopers that was led by drummer Hal Smith, who's uh, one of the biggest Frank Chase fans and has written a couple of articles on him. We're going to hear in this band Tom Pletcher on flugelhorn and cornet, Tom Bartlett on trombone, Frank Chase on clarinet, Joe Johnson, a very uh, underappreciated uh, black pianist uh, from several different decades. Here does some marvelous ballad and some stride work as well. Dan Shapera on bass and Hal Smith on drums. We're going to hear from that date uh, a slow tune, a feature for Chase and some other uh, interjections by other members, but of the uh, Johnny Green tune, Body and Soul. And uh, that'll feature Chase's uh, tonal uh, approach as well. So those are our four tunes, Love is Ju- or three tunes, excuse me, from the Dave Remington album, Love is Just Around the Corner and the Lady is a Tramp, and then from the Libertyville concert of 1987, Body and Soul. Thank <laughs> you. 
There's some different sides of Frank Chase there on clarinet. The first two tunes were from Chicago Jazz Reborn, an LP uh, recorded in October of 1955 for the Jubilee label, and that was by Dave Remington and his Chicago Jazz Band, or the Chicago Jazz Band, I believe. And the personnel on there was Jim Cunningham on cornet, not a fellow who's known to me in any other recordings, but a very good player in the style. Sid Dawson on trombone, Frank Chase on clarinet, Dave Remington on piano, Marty Gross on guitar, Johnny Frigo on bass and violin, uh, not heard on violin on those tracks, and Robert Cousins on drums. And the tracks we heard were Love is Just Around the Corner, uh, a real tribute, I think, to Pee Wee Russell there, and an interesting version of The Lady is a Tramp, which was by Rogers and Hart. Then we finished up with uh, the uh, ballad performance, Body and Soul, taken from the uh, live date that uh, Frank Chase did with the Chicago Loopers in 1987, band led by Hal Smith and uh, performing at the uh, Good Time Jazz Club in Liberty, Illinois, 1987, April 26th, in fact. And that featured, in addition to Frank Clarinet doing some beautiful clarinet work, some equally beautiful trumpet or cornet work uh, by Tom Pletcher whose father, Stu Pletcher, of course, was uh, an active jazz performer in the 1920s and 30s and with Red Norvo. Tom Bartlett, who uh, I think at the time was playing and still is with the original Salty Dogs on trombone, Joe Johnson on piano, Dan Shapera on bass, and Hal Smith on drums. So we have one more set, and we're going to start with one more tune from that same date uh, in 80, 1987, the Chicago Loopers, and we're going to hear a tune called Frank's Blues, appropriately enough. This um, is kind of, I guess, in some ways, a, another Pee Wee Russell tribute. Pee Wee's Blues was one of Pee Wee Russell's great uh, showpieces, or that's a, not, not really a good term for it, a reflective piece as it was, uh, and this was designed to sort of tread the same territory, I think. Then we're going to go to two tunes that were from another live date that were done in 1967 uh, at the Emporium of Jazz. This was a concert uh, that, again, was released by George Buck on Jazzology, a two-CD set, and features, in addition to Frank Chase on clarinet, Bill Price on trumpet. He's an interesting trumpet player, a very fine one, another uh, fellow who didn't record too much but obviously knew his job. Jimmy Archie, the legendary trombone player who played a lot of traditional jazz and Dixieland dates in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Uh, he was known better as a big band trombone player in the 30s and into the 40s, where he played with Benny Carter and Louis Russell and so forth. We're going to hear Don Ewell again on piano, Bill Evans on bass, and Sammy Penn on drums. And we're going to hear two tunes. We're going to hear Ann Ronell's tune, Willow Weep For Me, a good feature for Frank Chase. And then an up-tempo, more danceable romp on a Roger Wolf contune called Crazy Rhythm. Then we're going to finish up with a curiosity. One track from an album that was made by the folk uh, singer and guitarist Jim Queskin for Vanguard Records in 1967. This was done in Chicago, and it was done with the Neo Passé Jazz Band, which was led by trumpeter Ted Butterman, uh, who was an active presence in Chicago for many, many years. He just passed away, in fact. Uh, with that band, uh, we will hear uh, Marty Gross on guitar, Truck Parham on bass, uh, Wayne Jones of the original Salty Dogs on drums, and Johnny Frigo is back again, this time playing violin. We're going to hear the old standard, uh, Come to Me, My Melancholy Baby. No clarinet solo, but quite a bit of uh, ensemble parts here. Nice way to end the program. So those are our four tunes featuring Frank Chase to finish up the program. Frank's Blues, Willow Weep for Me, Crazy Rhythm, and Melancholy Baby.
my melancholy baby. Cuddle up and don't you feel so blue, feel so blue. All your fears are foolish fancies, maybe. You know, dear, that I'm in love with you. Every cloud must have a silver line. So wait until that sun shines through. Smile, my honey dear, while I brush away each tear, or else I will be melancholy too. way to end up with Come to Me, My Melancholy Baby by, or recorded by Jim Queskin with the neo Passe Jazz Band featuring the leader, Ted Butterman on trumpet. Ted Butterman led the band uh, that played for the Chicago Cubs games for about 40 years and uh, recorded quite a bit in Chicago as well. We heard uh, Johnny Frigo playing violin, very fine violin player. This is from 1967 for Vanguard Records. Of course, Frank Chase on clarinet. At the very end, you heard a little tenor sax in the ensemble there by Kim Cusack, who uh, is a mainstay, still playing with the original Salty Dogs, as is or as was drummer Wayne Jones at the time. And we heard Chuck Parham on bass. I don't believe we was any piano in there. If there was, it wasn't credited. And heard some guitar by Marty Gross and possibly some other guitar by Jim Queskin himself, who sang. 
We started out that session with Frank's Blues from the 1987 live date in Libertyville, Illinois. Uh, that featured uh, Tom Pletcher on cornet, Tom Bartlett on trombone, Joe Johnson on piano, Dan Shapara on bass, and Hal Smith on drums and leading the Chicago Loopers. Of course, it was a feature for Frank Chase. And then in the middle there, we heard two tunes, Willow Weep for Me and Crazy Rhythm from the Emporium of Jazz Concert 1967, featuring uh, the otherwise unknown to me, Bill Price on trumpet, Don Ewell on piano, Bill Evans on bass, and Sammy Penn on drums. And also in his, I think, final appearance, certain probably final recording, was Jimmy Archie on trombone, who passed away only a few months later. He was, as the notes say, pretty sick uh, at the time of this recording, but you wouldn't know from his playing. He was a real professional through and through. So I hope you've enjoyed this program of Frank Chase, a very little-known or little-remembered clarinet player, uh, kind of walking in the same path as Pee Wee Russell, but uh, he did bring his own thing as well and had some very good uh, professional affiliations all through his career, beginning with Marty Gross in the 1950s, played with some very uh, well-known jazz players all the way through, and uh, continued playing up until the late 1980s. I believe after that he pretty much uh, gave up playing. He had some ill health and uh, essentially retired and became kind of reclusive. Uh, a good source for all matters Frank Chase is the Dave Radlauer uh, article in Syncopated Times, where he also links quite a number of recordings, uh, including quite a few that uh, I don't have and I didn't uh, put in this program for that reason, but I included a few that he didn't, so there you go. So I hope you're interested enough to support us and to become members of the Jazz Focus family. This is John Clark, and uh, hope you continue tuning in and uh, get something out of these programs. Maybe hear some jazz that you're not familiar with and uh, inspires you to go on and do a little digging yourself. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side. <laughs>